Welcome, welcome. You're listening to our podcast, Two Massage Therapists in a Microphone. My name is Mark. I'm a registered massage therapist, registered kinesiologist here in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. And we have a really cool guest sitting in front of us today. A man is also sitting with us. We are in a room that's hot as fuck. I, I can't. You don't understand. I'm sweating doing you nothing. <laughs> Do you, did you see the thermostat when we I don't want to look. I'm sweating doing nothing. I don't even know anything about Fahrenheit because I'm Canadian. 88 degrees Holy in this room. Holy shit. Hot. It's hot. That's hot. So we're all melting in here. Do you know what happened? Do you know why it's so fucking hot in here? You can you can tell everybody. I only learned this 10 minutes ago from you. What day is it today? Today's Sunday. Sunday. Friday night. There's a dude driving on the street in front of our office. Driving a new Camaro, by the way. Bolted through a bus shelter. Shattered the shit out of it. Popped up onto the sidewalk. Broke a hydro pole, apparently because the guys next door saw it, like a toothpick. Boom. Wow. Wow. He got out of his car, started to walk away. People are grabbing him, making him stay here. He's hammered as shit. Oh, Smells I didn't know that piece. So fucking boozed up. Yikes! That's scary, man. Asshole. Asshole. Fuck the driving thing. I'm talking about the AC issue that we have. <laughs> <laughs> not, not to mention the safety of all of the people that could have been out himself, right, and yeah. yeah, the fact that uh, I was late to work yesterday. I don't like being late. It causes me extreme anxiety. And the road was closed, and I didn't know why. And I was late coming in yesterday to teach the course. So thanks a lot, drunk. Guy. Yeah, that drunk guy. We did athletic taping here today. Fucking, I felt so horrible for everybody that was. Oh, in here. that must have been some sweaty tape. It was. Yeah, it's not the best smelling room right now. <laughs> Crazy how some persons like uh, inappropriate decisions can affect so many people down the line. So many things. Well, anyway, let's get back on track then. Hey everyone, it's Amanda, and as Mark said, we're sitting in this hot as balls room, and we have Frank with us. What do you know about hot balls? What are you fucking talking about? <laughs> I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> I can't imagine. Oh, oh! I don't want to think about it. Oh, I don't want to think about you it. You can't. Right I, I don't want to think about my it. My left nut is sticking to the inside of my left Stop leg. Stop it. <laughs> anyway, we're sitting here with a RMT. I'm ignoring Mark completely. RMT named Frank. And he has come in to be another male guest. What is this? Our third? Our third? We used to have only women for the unprofessional hour. So you're going to be, I think, the second or third male to come cool. on and tell us some crazy stories about things that happened to you. And I feel like Frank will have some good ones because Frank is not only an RMT, but he does mobile. So he actually goes into people's homes, which can get probably pretty crazy sometimes. Definitely. Uh, mobile is kind of like that. You never really know what to expect. You're always kind of um, going in your environments. So... Um, like we're always told to go early to check out things and set up, but definitely there's times where um, things switch up and you have to kind of just be on the ball and uh, improvise. So hope uh, hope I don't disappoint with my stories. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks Never. for being here in this horribly hot room. And Frank bought, brought an audience, so we're actually not alone today. There's two other people hanging out in the room, sweating as well, I assume. It's my and crew. <laughs> uh, yeah, Frank brought his crew. I like it. Guy has a crew. <laughs> I want a crew. How did you get a crew? I want a crew. Honestly, man, I just uh, got into some pretty cool stuff and uh, we're interested in podcasting uh, we saw your podcast and yeah. uh, I just wanted them to come check out their environment and they're always interested in these kind of things so I thought why not you know uh, well I promise you guys it normally doesn't feel like this in here <laughs> <laughs> alright so where do we start let's start with Frank at the beginning and his massage therapy yeah. decisions <laughs> how did I decide to do this yeah what were you doing before massage what made you decide oh, I want to get people on the table and 
touch their bodies with <laughs> lotion and oil. Why are you going to phrase it like that? Uh, Good breakdown. <laughs> that's, that's what he does. That's awesome. Yeah, so before this, I was just, uh, I was doing construction. I did some martial arts training and I saw that the whole construction industry, I was working with my hands, but it was kind of really rough and I noticed that the people I was working around weren't as happy. So I just imagined myself fast forwarding my life in 20 years and I noticed that that's probably not what I wanted to do. And in the meantime, uh, my mom was actually an RMT. She'd been an RMT for about 10, 11 years. My family had a clinic, so it was almost like a natural transition to uh, partake in like the family business and, and mm -hmm. do something with a family. Like, like my family, were very family oriented. Like we immigrated here in 2002, where we, we have like a, our little tribe. <laughs> So, um, so yeah, that's what got me interested. My mom actually uh, introduced me. I did a little bit of osteopathy courses. I like that. But I noticed that osteopathy wasn't uh, uh, regulated in Ontario. Mm -hmm. And then I saw massage therapy as almost like a, a good foundational uh, license to get to be able to work directly with people with like soft tissue, musculoskeletal problems and stuff like that. So it interested me. I went to school. I loved it. It was really, really um, like almost mind blowing to learn about the body and how it functions. And I was into fitness and martial arts before before all that. So it, it just all made sense. And what martial arts here, are we talking about here? Uh, when I was eighteen, I did it like about a year, year and a half uh, Muay Thai mm. uh, at Siam Number One, and then maybe two and a half years after that, I did uh, about about a year of Jiu Jitsu at uh, Toronto BJJ. So just kind of dabbled in a few sports here and there. I want to see what your ears look like, but I don't want you. To, <laughs> I don't want you to pull those off. No, they're they're, they're pretty normal. It, it got to a point with Jiu Jitsu where it was starting to feel like it was it was getting a bit inflamed with the, the cauliflower ear but it was never um it never got to that point you know i almost feel like massage therapy would be a natural go and it sounds silly coming from martial arts into massage therapy i build motorcycles or i used to before my kids got older see when I had, because kids when i had time to, cool, to, right? to spend in a, in a garage doing stuff and i always used to describe building motorcycles as like the perfect marriage between intellectual and physical and i feel like fighting is the same thing I feel like fighting is the exact same thing. There's so much intellect that comes along with fighting and sure. the physical aspect and you put the two together and like I, I get the appeal and I get the appeal to massage therapy from that. I have a question. We've talked about on the podcast a few times parents who, you know, have this idea of what they want their kids to do. So we've had some massage therapists whose parents, you know, really wanted them to be doctors or nurses or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I remember us asking someone and now I forget who it was you know, you're a therapist, you have kids. Would you push your kids to be, Janelle. oh, it was Janelle. Would you push your kids to be a massage therapist? Would this be a career that you might lead them into? And right. she said, no, your mom was a therapist or is a therapist. I don't know mm -hmm. if she's still working. Did she want you to do this? Did she ever say this would be a good career for you? Or was that never really a discussion? That's a good question. So my mom isn't a therapist right now. She just, uh, she actually got in an accident. She broke her hand. So she's uh, studying to do acupuncture. She's got her exams coming up again in January. Um, but I don't have kids right now, but if I were to have kids, I would just want them to be happy and pursue whatever they want. And I would try to help them out in terms of like giving them like maybe advice or just guide them in certain areas, but always make them pick the right, like whatever they want to do. But for, for my case, um, it was interesting cause like I was working construction I was, I was in a, a phase of my life where school wasn't too appealing to me. I didn't want to go drop like 30, 40,000 and then get a degree and just be stuck or work somewhere I wasn't content with. Mm -hmm. So, um, my mom just kind of suggested it. She was like, Hey, check out this school. Cause, um, at the time I was very anti-school. I was like, I don't want to go back to college. Like mm -hmm. I, I just want to work with my hands, like do that kind of stuff. But, but I went, I kept my mind open and, um, 
it was actually my mom that direct directly like influenced me to do this and so your mom loves what she does for sure yeah like back home my mom was a uh, was a doctor and then uh, in Albania and then my family moved to Greece we were there for about nine years my mom worked as a nurse so she's always been a healthcare practitioner she's always liked um, helping people and kind of like giving back and that's kind of like poured into me I think because growing up I didn't know exactly what I wanted to do but I know I wanted to involve helping people like because I think it's a nice energetic exchange as like as like a being on this earth to do something that makes somebody um, smile or feel better or mm-hmm. just like the way we just take stress away from people. I think that's really cool um, purpose or thing that happens. Are you guys together? Yes. How did you feel when he starts talking about the idea of what he wants his kids to be like <laughs> and do? Did you perk up and be like, I'm going to listen to this even harder because he might be talking about <laughs> our kids? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize that. <laughs> Way to make things awkward. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Okay, okay. Oh, forget, yeah. forget that question. Okay. Uh, where'd you go to school? Uh, I went to Canadian College of Massage and Hydrotherapy, a CCMH at uh, Davisville and Mount Pleasant. That's that where like, Mark went. You guys could also, be friends. Yeah, many moons ago. I went many there. moons ago. Probably yeah. saw your picture in the, in the, in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> the Hall of Fame, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Did you like school? I liked it. I liked um, what I liked about CCMH particularly was their hydrotherapy program. I the knew fire. you were gonna say the hydro lab. It, it just blew my mind, man. Like, there's hot tubs. Yeah, there's hot tubs. <laughs> there's steam cabinets. Fuck, man, I all, went to all the this wrong different place. Stuff. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was it was really mind blowing how um, how we can use temperature and uh, hydrotherapy to to do like so many vast amounts of treatments and yeah. that's something that really attracted me. Like you go to a bunch of other schools and you say Blitzguss and they're like, what? I'm mm-hmm. like, you've never done a Blitzguss before? What kind, <laughs> of, what kind of hydrotherapy did you learn at school? Trust me, yeah. What did you not like about it? What, or was there anything you didn't like about being uh, there? Yeah, definitely, man. Like I said, I wasn't, uh, I wasn't very like school friendly to begin with. Yeah. So I was kind of like that person that I would come in and, and do just enough or a bit more just to get all my credits passed. I like, still do well, yeah. but I wasn't like an old overachiever or anything like that so one of my least favorite parts of school was like the intense medical information i had to learn that i feel like is really hard to apply in my everyday practice like all those systemic anatomy and pathophysiology courses that i felt a lot smarter while i was there but i also felt like it was like like a bit much to learn about like hormone secretions and and different functions of of organs and i just had a a tough time understanding like how that related to specific like massage therapy techniques and things like that but you know we powered through it i tried to not complain a lot and um i remember like one of my last exams dude i was uh i had broken it down i was like i need like a 90 on this on this final exam (laughs) you know and and i got like a 97 i remember that week i was just studying like every day yeah it was was a wild day when i got the result i was like oh my god it's It's very interesting when you're one of those people, like I was sort of like that through most of high school where like I would do just enough to get, because I knew that without effort, I could get like an 80 to 85 when I was in high school. So I didn't really try until like my last year or so, I think last two years, I was like, oh shit, if I want to go to university, I better actually start working. So I worked my ass off and I was getting like 94, 95, 96 and all of a sudden, my parents were like, oh, okay, so it was there. We were always right to be nagging you. It was always there. And then I went to university, didn't have the nagging parents there, and I went back to bare minimum. That changed with my first biology exam in first year. My parents still don't know what my grade was on that exam. I've never said it out loud. <laughs> I've never in my life said, I got a 44% on my first university biology exam and I was like oh fuck I ended up passing that course with an 80 something but it was like shit now I actually have to work I learned my lesson very quick that I couldn't just walk it I was so cocky I'm like eh I know biology 
eh, I'm good. 44. Funny you say that because that, that'll definitely do it. Like seeing like a low grade on, on a major exam or something when you're oh, like, yeah. how much does this course cost again? Like, wait, uh, yeah. you know, <laughs> that, that, that was my main motive. Yeah, no, I never told my parents that. I just, you know, the final grades they saw, I never told them that. I think my mother would have murdered me. I can't work like that. I can't work. No, he's a, he's an overachiever. <laughs> I can't nice. do it. If I, if I got less than like a 95, I'd be very angry at myself. That's good, if That's I saw good someone get a higher mark than me, I'd be like, what the fuck is going on here? Why do you, what the, what the fuck? And I, and I step it up next time or I'd have to finish the test faster than you did. So what? You beat me by a percentage, but I finished it like an hour before you did. <laughs> yeah. I left in 20 minutes. You stayed for an hour and a half. Nice. Man. Yeah. I can't, uh, but that's just me. No, I changed very quickly. I was still, I would say a little bit more lax than I should have been in university because I learned how to do it the way I did in high school where I could get 80, 85, sometimes even as high as 90 with like, eh, not so much effort. You know what I like about it though? I like it being a surprise. I like it when you look at me, you think I'm the dumbest fucker in the room. <laughs> I like that. I like creating the low expectation because that way you don't have, <laughs> why are you laughing? Be serious. I know that you way, are. If you don't have to produce, like you don't feel the need to produce There's because no everyone, pressure, yeah. everyone thinks you're an idiot. So you can ride the idiot card all you want. And then when you decide to turn it on, it's like, what the fuck happened there? I thought that guy was an idiot. That's so true. <laughs> I, I kind of, I kind of enjoy that sensation. You know what? That actually, I'm not saying you look like an idiot in any way, but when um, Mark and I met, we were both working at a massage therapy school and he was a massage therapy instructor at the time. And there was a woman that worked in the office with me and she comes to me and she goes, oh my God. She's like, Mark's such a good teacher. Like with like genuine <laughs> shock. I said, yeah, 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 he is. He's, he's great. What are you, I, I, like, <laughs> what are you so surprised about? She's like, I really didn't expect that. I'm like, okay. Why? Because I, I wear, I wear jeans and rock t-shirts and I say fuck a lot. Like the, like, <laughs> you don't, you know, no, you know. <laughs> it trips me out, man. It trips me out. Trust me, man. Trust I have like, I have hand tattoos and I get to go like into people's houses all the time. So I've, I've had so many experiences where people open the door and they're just like, oh, snap, like, what's going to happen? And then I have to be professional. And they're like, oh, like, that was a really great session. And All right, this this is good. So this brings it that to, was to, be my to first this question. business that you have. You have a mobile business. Is yes, this sir. your business? Yeah, so I have, um, it's just like, uh, I've registered a business. I've got a master's business license. Yep. And then I just have a website, so I don't have a clinic or anything like that. People book appointments through the website. And then I just bring the whole uh, setup, like table, lotions, everything, like forms and all that yep. into their house. N- normal session, probably, like, 10 minutes add 10 minutes to set up 10 minutes to tear down but just like a normal session did you ever work at a clinic or did you always like from the gates you're like i'm going fucking mobile so the way i am like i like to think of like graduating school is like when, when you're going to start learning like a lot of people are like all right like i graduated school i'm done learning i'm going to apply all this i'm like all right now you, you finish school now you have to learn how this industry works so coming out of high school i used to work at i started working at five clinics because i wanted to spread out and see what people were doing and get a good idea of like how are these people doing what they're doing i worked anywhere from like downtown clinics uptown clinics i worked at like a massage addict a bunch of places just to feel to get a feel and then and that was a conscious decision for you like i'm going to work a whole bunch of different places Mm -hmm. to feel it out Mm -hmm. because i I wanted to see where where, like where i belong you know i didn't want to just do because i noticed I, i got i applied for 11 jobs and i got 11 interviews and i was like all right, like I have options, you know? And then I saw a lot of places. I was like, the interview was like, when can you work for us? You know what I mean? Like, wh- when are you available? Mm-hmm. I was like, wait, what? Like, how does, like, wh- what, when do you need me? You know what I mean? Like that kind of thing. So I noticed that I had to kind of like um, trial and error it. But what ended up happening was kind of wild. Like 
one of my friends had um had like a get together where a bunch of people from our class got there like after we graduated and um this 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 woman from my class uh, Katerina shout out she was actually um she was actually working for a mobile company and she was boosting about it you know and she's like yeah it's great i'm making this much and i get to travel and i only do like two three appointments a day and I was like, what? Like, that sounds like heaven. Like, mm. And before this, when I was in school, I, was, uh, I did a bit of Fudora. So I was like delivering food in the downtown course. So I was already familiar with like going up and down condos and all that kind of thing. So I ended up applying twice to each of these companies and getting no, like they didn't connect with me. So then my other friend met the CEO at like the massage expo and mm-hmm. got her email. And I was like, dude, send me that email. Mm-hmm. I emailed her directly and then uh, met up with her somewhere in like Vaughn, did the interview and I haven't looked back since. From there, I've like, sl- I slowly, started to phase out my clinics one by one like starting with like whoever wasn't the busiest and all that and then now now i just do mobile i work for uh, two mobile apps and i do my own thing and i'm trying to pretty much grow that are you looking to get out of working for the mobile companies and just going straight all you um that would be ideal but i i do like to have that um opportunity because a lot of them they they don't really uh, they just collaborate with us so it's not very um they really take a lot from us it's very lax yeah they take Mm -hmm. maybe like 20 percent. they give Mm -hmm. you everything else they just set up the appointments essentially that's exactly and do the billing and all that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. i have a question about those companies though are they ever worried like does it ever come up in the interview process about taking our patients and stealing our clients and snaking them so what 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 are what do they tell you about that kind of thing um they, they just tell you straight up like we find out you're doing this you're terminated it would be probably the same as contracts you sign when you work in a clinic that you but can't it's so take much easier clients. to snake a snake a mobile oh of course it is but it's a or but even if he was working at a clinic and he was planning to go mobile and had his mobile business on the side what's to stop him from every patient he sees in the clinic saying by the way i can come to your house by the way i can come to your house there is no difference the only difference being is these people have already expressed an interest to being at home yeah right he's so right he's right it, it is it, it's it easier kind of to open the door but Exactly. So do they make you sign anything in a contract saying that you're not going to solicit patients? Yeah, yeah, for sure. They they do that. But then I feel like it's up to the therapist's integrity. Like there's been definitely instances where a client after appointment has been like, hey, like I want to, I want to hit you up on like on my own and stuff. But yeah. I always feel like there's some like a little bit sketchy about that. So I, I like going through the company because I don't know like why particularly this person wants to do that. Like my prices are pretty similar to the company. Like, so yep. why would you want to come away? Maybe sometimes people, you know, they get shifty with prices or that kind of stuff. So I, I try to stay as professional as I can in those situations. And um, I always just say, just book me through the company and yeah. I try to respect that energetically. I want to respect myself to be like, no, I know I'm professional and like, I don't want to come off like I'm thirsty for clients. Like you, you've, you've used the word professional probably about three or four times already <laughs> yeah. tell me what it means to be professional what is it what is that what does that word mean to you so professional mr tattoos to me uh good, good question man um so the way i am i call it like professional it's like professional <laughs> but you're, you're kind of relaxed into it like yeah. you can still hold like a professional demeanor but also be um accepting open-minded not very like by the book or okay. um close-minded in that sense it's it's, it's hard to, uh, to put, put like a specific uh, definition on like my professionalism i just try to do the best for the client in a in a nice fluid manner <laughs> that was really the only thing we were looking for is we always ask people what that means to be professional because sometimes you hear that word and people instantly go to you know the guys in the suits and you know it's about the way you speak and the way you look and we're like none of that makes you fucking professional yeah, none of that <laughs> yeah no like... i mean both of you guys here with your tattoos well, and Mark so doesn't even have any speaking of on. tattoos when you, when you went for your interview <laughs> with the when you went for the interview with the mobile company did they have anything to say 
about your your very visible tattoo. Can you tell everyone that's okay. listening what you what what do you look like, man? Tell them um, what you look I'm, like. Well, I'm 26 right now. I look like uh, your average white male, I guess, <laughs> with tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> I got the thing about me is I have tattoos in my hands. So I have like a bunch of numbers, uh, like palm trees, airplane. I have like this big tiger on my hand, and like the card suits and all that. Yeah. Um. So going into the comp- the mobile companies, there was, they were actually pretty cool about it. Um. They cool. didn't really ask too much in that appearance. Also, um. I have this like sentence formulated in my head if they ever do ask where it's what's like, the sentence it's not unprofessional for me to have tattoos it's unprofessional for you to judge me based on my appearance and not my skill set or experience good right? for you fucking 26 some research but it's true it's just like like why does it matter how I look like that's not like like I understand if I had like an offensive tattoo or something mm. that was just like blatantly disruptive and yeah. just said like fuck the world or something like that but <laughs> I'm not I'm not trying to do that I just like uh, art and it's a way to for me to express that so well have you ever shown up to a client's house and gotten weird looks or weird comments or like you know for example if it's a female client have they ever been like eh, oh, I don't like know. open the door and literally like mm, close the door uh, yeah I've actually had that I've actually oh, had no, that. okay fuck, we need to I want to hear how this I want to hear how this yeah, goes man, it was down. whack I actually ended up um, I, don't, I don't know if it was because of that to be honest but they took a look at me and they were like no I think I canceled this yesterday and I was like I'm still getting paid but because it was like through a company and they have a, they have a policy where if you show up like you're getting paid okay so. give me the rundown on this is this a condo is this an apartment is this a house oh, this is whack so I had to go all the way to Oakville man I live in Etobicoke so okay. I, I went to Oakville it was like a 45 minute drive and yep. I'm just like oh man it's Oakville and with mobile this the thing with mobile it's all about parking because I gotta find I gotta get my stuff and bring it to your house yes but when it's a building sometimes the building doesn't have parking so I have to park like a street or two down so you have to oh. like haul all your stuff so I have like a trolley and all that so anyways I do that I park like two streets down I'm getting there <laughs> and I open the, the woman opens the door it's like so like, this is a house bed. or this is a no it's an apartment this is an apartment, apartment I went building? up the apartment they had like construction in the so front. you 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 call in you buzz in no, I just, she let someone let me in someone, someone let, let me in okay yeah, someone, someone let you in. in and I was like knock knock like I'm like 10 minutes earlier or whatever and I'm just like hey sorry I'm late and she's just like time out time this. out time out what was she wearing like is she dressed for like I'm gonna oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna get a massage like whatever that looks like I don't know what that looks like to me that sounds like you're wearing a white robe and you're just ready to disrobe maybe that's not the case see so many fucking movies that does happen sometimes like sometimes people do open up their, the door with just a robe on which is kind of like interesting it's cool it's like it's like a thing people do because that's what they expect in, okay in so way, like, what was she, what was this look? she was just just chilling at home like just a uh, regular attire like uh, okay. just maybe cooking a meal or something old, just watching TV. Uh, old I was gonna say old, old young. young she was a bit older maybe like middle age like uh, What's mid- it, be, be fucking careful what you say here <laughs> yeah Mark's an yeah. old man be careful <laughs> <laughs> I, that's, I said like middle age so like okay <laughs> I feel like um home alone kids or you don't know you have no idea uh, I think uh, I think she was there with some people she, she just opened the door for like a few seconds and okay. then just like smashed it in my face and I was just kind of like so kind of ride back oh, <laughs> opens oh. the door <laughs> looks you up and down and says I thought I cancelled this something like that Sorry. something like that but you know I just at that point it's like I can choose to complain like I'm, I'm I, I try to just take life as it is I, I like not to like complain a lot which I still do but I try not to so mm-hmm. I was like alright like I guess it's not meant to be cool like I get to go home and relax and get paid like the the money that they send you for the cancelled appointments or whatever which is like a percentage but if you were a complainer what would you have said like what the <laughs> yeah what would you something say? like that man if uh, you can talk to her right now Let's hear what it would be. Like, what's wrong? Like, you scared? Like, you know, <laughs> what are you really afraid of? Or, um, 
I, I don't even know. Honestly, I don't even know her situation. She might have had like some going on. She might have actually like canceled this. So maybe she yeah. legitimately canceled it, but it, it just it just it came off a little probably bit not the other way. But I would have. Yeah, it's just. Uh, I don't think she legitimately canceled it because I lived in an apartment. I don't just fucking open my door to someone knocking on my door <laughs> that I'm not expecting. She was expecting someone to show up. Jehovah's She's Jesus. expecting this, some dude to show up with a massage table to get a massage. That's why she opened her fucking door. Or she looked at the peephole, saw it was the guy with the massage table, opened it up to say, I canceled this. I agree with you. I don't think she canceled it, but there's a teeny tiny chance. <laughs> Whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah, when somebody one. books through one of the companies you work for, so there, it's, wait, wait, a, it's an about, app, Before right? you go into this, money or no money? Because Oakville's got areas where they got money. I'm curious. What do you mean? Did her place, did affluent her neighborhood. look like she has some uh, she dough? Was, she was normal. It wasn't, it was nothing too extravagant. Okay. It was like a normal person. Okay, so wild. if <laughs> she were to go on the app to book a treatment. Is there like a photo of you, a bio? Do, do they 100%. know who's coming? Okay. For sure, for sure. Okay. Um, some of these apps rate us. You get to rate me after every every session. That's how they keep track of like who's on time and who's like servicing people correctly and all that kind of stuff. Um, so yeah, definitely. But some sometimes people overlook that because um, apps happen kind of like really quickly. People book appointments, somebody accepts it. They're like, oh, somebody accepted it. Yeah. I've had times where I'm driving to an appointment and they'll message me and be like, oh, they wanted a female. It's like, all right, I'm getting paid. Like, turn around. <laughs> so, okay, it's uh, it's, it's that is that kind of thing sometimes. But it's, it's it's part of the job. I feel like in any kind of uh, industry or or work environment, you're gonna have to deal with problems. And are you issues. happy for those moments then, when you're gonna go someplace and you're halfway there and you're like, well, I guess I'm not going, but I'm still getting paid. Do you feel like this is the fucking greatest thing ever? This is actually better than showing up, offloading <laughs> all my shit, doing a treatment, and then getting paid. Honestly, it's bittersweet because I lose the opportunity to work on that person and build that relationship where that could have been like a lifetime client or that could have opened a door to something else that yeah. I don't know about but I, I like to think of um, I think of my intent a lot and like what um, I'm set out to do and I try to connect with people that I'm meant to connect with so I feel like that's like a way of um, like life in general Just by the way we just became best out. friends <laughs> why because he's all with the because he sounds exactly talk? like me <laughs> <laughs> we're best friends in case you didn't know cool <laughs> um, oh I was going to ask something about the apps again and now I totally lost it because you went down best because I got all excited <laughs> like, like yeah we're best friends I wanted I want to ask some of the the like typical questions especially because you're mobile what is the absolute like weirdest thing that has ever happened to you when you show up at someone's house um, it's a lot of like environmental sketchness where people you know like sketchiness or whatever uh, it's like you just show up and someone's like alright uh, I want you to mess like it's it's like a full house and there's like roommates so this person owns a room in this house and they mm. want you to massage in their room beside their bed which is like no space so you're just you just <laughs> got to make the best of it you know so yeah, sometimes yeah. i don't even put my head my head cradle in is they're just laying on top of it uh, or like face up without a head cradle because there's no space or i'm really surprised like, that that's someone that would go to a mobile app if i lived in a house <laughs> with a bunch of roommates and all i had was one room i would look for every excuse to leave home sometimes they get like a coupon or something or okay that kind of thing. Maybe like, I have to use this, but I don't know, man. I'd go to a clinic if I had a bunch of roommates. I wouldn't care. I just wouldn't want to leave my house. Sometimes they don't even know how big the table is. Like they, they, yeah. they I show up because I have a my table's a bit larger. Like I invested into it because I, I do this full time, and they're like, "Oh crap!" Like, are you gonna have enough space? And I'm like, "I don't know, man." Has anyone <laughs> in those moments said, "Well, fuck at the table. Let's just use the bed." Um, 
N- no. Close no. your ears. <laughs> <laughs> no, nothing's ever happened like that. But I have treated people people that are bedridden and that have had like uh, maybe like people like in their nineties and yeah, yeah. Or people that have had yeah. like severe conditions. Like I do treat them in, in in their bed, but never never nothing like that. Like uh, just scrap this, jump on the bed. Like it's uh, mm. that's. Have you ever yet. gotten so creeped out? That you've decided, like, no, I'm not doing this. No, I've, I've never gotten that creeped out. I've gotten creeped out enough to be like, I'll never be back here again. You Can you tell I mean? me about like, that? Like, you just make a mental note. It's just, uh, like, <laughs> I don't want to disrespect people that do this, but sometimes, like, people just get, like, really vocal with their uh, tension releases, where they're just kind of like, ah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like super played out. Like, all right, like that was an effleurage. You know what I mean? Like, we're not even. <laughs> we didn't do any release there. But it's it's like so continuous that you just kind of pay attention to. Does that happen to you a lot? No, not really. Uh, it, it happens to me enough so like it stands out. <laughs> Is there a certain demographic where it's consistent where that happens? No, I, I can't say that I've noticed it this far. But um, it would be interesting to know if there, if there was. I haven't I haven't seen that. I know why you're asking that. Why? Why am I asking? Because I feel I like you believe it's the middle aged white women who always do that. <laughs> True, I See? do actually. <laughs> That's funny. That lady that didn't let you in, she probably would have been a moaner. You're That's better funny. off. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I actually had a client. The only scenario I've had like that, I had a client, um, which is in that demographic that you just mentioned, and they finished the treatment and they were like, so like, do people ask you about happy endings and then just like direct eye contact? And then <laughs> after I'm just like, look at my massage table. Nope, they don't. And then I just start, uh, I know what to do. Like, I like, I just scare people. I just talk about fines. I'm just like, nah, you, like you get fined like 50,000 and Do you that think she was, she was fishing for happy endings? I'm she not, was why fishing? Why else would you ask sure. that? I'm not what? sure. Why like, else would you ask that? Like a, Maybe she's just fucking curious. Sometimes if, people are if, curious. Sometimes if this people happens, are curious with mobile. You're already dirt on this. <laughs> she wasn't asking for him to go knuckle deep in her ass, oh come right? on that's sorry <laughs> graphic maybe she was just you're um, making the audience uncomfortable <laughs> <laughs> Your jokes. Fine. Not, You're just not knuckle deep. No, honestly, I, 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 it depends. I, I, MCP or, or uh, dip. Stop dip it. Dip or MCP. Stop okay, I'll stop. Stop it. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think she was genuinely asking about it. It's just like a, it's like an awkward question to, to, to bring up after a session. It is really awkward. So I have a client who, I mean, I know he means nothing by these things, but he's just an awkward dude. And sometimes he starts telling me stories that I'm like, this is like the worst possible time that you can tell me this story. I mean, period. You shouldn't be telling your RMT this. Like, we're not friends, but I think he like doesn't really quite get that. That I'm not just like his bud that he can Honestly, tell things to. Yeah. So we're, he's like on the table one day. That's what you and, get for uh, being professional. Yeah, I guess I'm too professional. Um, he's on the table one day, and I'm working on his forearms, and so I grabbed his hand, and I was like, "Oh my goodness, your hand is so cold." And he said, "He's like, oh really?" And then he starts telling me a story about his how his fiance's hand are so cold all the time he's like that's why i never ask her for hand jobs i'm like oh come on man oh, <laughs> like weird. i don't want to i don't want you to tell me about you what you and your fiance do no let's let's move on that's weird right yeah. like do you ask for hand jobs i'm asking you <laughs> Do you ask for hand jobs, or do you just, no, wi- just <laughs> or do you just willingly give them up? Right, you're in the mood. You're like, I want to touch a dick. Let me, let me go for By it. By the way, you know these two are related, right? So now you're just making it even more awkward. <laughs> Everyone's comfortable here. It's all comfortable yeah, we're all here, chill. right? So who asks for hand jobs? Does he ask? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> weirdo. That'd be a weird request. It would like, be a weird excuse request. Me. <laughs> like, <laughs> how warm? How warm are your hands right now? <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Can have some more. <laughs> I'm, I'm <laughing. laughs> 
laughing so hard that I'm sweating in this hot room. <laughs> that's that's like a that's like a, a early high school thing. It, you know what? They're Guys, very they're like, very immature people. Got to be honest with you. I'd hate to hear how everything else goes down. How do you think that happens? I don't want to think about it. Do He's a client. Do I don't want to think about it. Do they have kids? No, they don't. They're mm. a fairly young like this young. <laughs> of course, they don't have kids. She's doing hand jobs. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's not. Her hands are cold. All oh, right, 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 right. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> okay, so would you say in the time that you've been... Actually, how long have you been a mobile therapist? We didn't even ask that. Uh, I've been just uh, close to two years now. I'm entering like the, the second half of my second year. Okay. So not even that long. So in, in the couple of years that you've been mobile, would you say you have sort of a like a, a niche? Do you have a certain, a specific group or demographic of people that you typically work with? Is it more men, more women, more like professionals, athletes? Who do you typically work with? I work with a lot of uh, busy people, people that have a hard time to um, make it to clinics. Uh, and with mobile, like we work all the way to like 10, 11 p.m. sometimes to accommodate busy professionals, people like getting off work at 9 p.m. Mm-hmm. There's, there's no way they could get a, a massage or something. And then I've noticed like a, a niche for myself is I work with a lot of uh, new parents, people that have one or two young children that have a the minute you said busy people i just assumed parents right for sure they're they're the busiest they got to do like i was telling you earlier they got to do everything plus raise their children so for them to book a babysitter travel to a clinic for an hour get that treatment Mm -hmm. then go back and travel for an hour it it, it seems like they, they, they tell me like it seems like it burns too much time for them so i feel like that's kind of a a niche that that's just grown that I didn't even expect it to grow. But Do you ever have uh, kids like running around the table as you're treating? <laughs> yeah, I've had a, I've had a couple of times where kids could be like really cool during a massage and they can ask a lot of interesting questions and it's a cool opportunity for them to learn about what's happening and mm-hmm. like why is mommy getting this? Why is, <laughs> like what's why happening? Is, why is this man touching my mommy's legs? <laughs> right? Yeah. But uh, it, it's it's a cool way to like uh, explain that to them and and give them an idea. Hey, like the, this is uh, a way that healing happens and all that. But then sometimes they're just they just don't want to have it you know it's like just having like a, a, a rabid chihuahua in the room where they're just kind of like running everywhere get just it. creating a, a mess I've actually had this one time where this poor person was trying to get a massage and <laughs> so it, you know like during massage like for me it's like I work I work people like face down a lot and then for the end I like to turn them over and kind of like work their neck and just kind of finish with a, with a neck massage and it's kind of a relaxing part of the treatment and it, was, and it happens kind of like as soon as they turn over they're nice and relaxed and it's kind of that moment of like oh like that was that was nice and i remember this happened this person just just turned over and their little kid came and right in their ear and just screamed as loud <laughs> as they could like like a shriek you know like i was just like oh my god that's like, how i wake up most mornings <laughs> it's like you ruined all my work but Cool, cool. <laughs> no, no, I'm sure the mother, father, whoever it was, still really appreciated the they one really hour. Did. They of... were super cool about it. They were like, it's all good. They're like, you'll be okay. They were so relaxed. Was, you don't even shocked. notice it. Like when you have little kids that are constantly like loud and crazy. Yeah, my you, kids don't shut up. Like ever. <laughs> ever. So we can, ever. we could just continue having ever. a conversation with them ever. screaming around <laughs> us. You just tune it out. That's like it's funny. just, it How doesn't exist. How are they? Are they? How are they? How are they? Our, uh, two and five. Oh, wow. So they're at that very like they're insane curious age where they're yeah. just trying to figure everything out and my my stuff. oldest one though she understands that i'm a massage therapist and so whenever i'm going to work she says like oh do you have patients today are you massaging today like she understands that That's cool. and there was a time where i used to treat people out of my home not a lot but i'd have you know 
people that I knew a little bit better come to my place when she was very small if I couldn't get a babysitter. As you said, it's sometimes impossible. And because it was people I knew, they were usually pretty open to her being in the room when they were getting treated. So I would be maybe, let's say, working on their back or their arms or whatever. And she would put her little arms like up and have her hands on the table and she'd be massaging their legs while I was working on them. That's jokes. That's yeah. so cool. <laughs> she might want to be a massage therapist one day. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> what else could happen during mobile? Yeah, give me something else that happens mobile. I'm curious. Oh, man. So I know if stuff. I'm ever going to do it or not. I'm basing <laughs> it all on you right now, sir. A lot of pressure. Uh, honestly, it's really cool. For the most part, it's just a, a really convenient way to treat people. A lot of people appreciate the convenience of it. The other side of it, uh, which I love the most, that really attracted me to the industry is uh, doing events and uh, corporate massages. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's a whole almost new industry being built with um, a lot of companies offering these services to their employees through their benefits at work. Mm-hmm. And I think that's uh, really cool. And I feel that if you look at trends and what's happening right now with the marketplace, Amazon is the number one company in the world. And it's because they're convenient. Like people can just click buttons, things just show up at their door. And I think that as humans, that's where like the future is going to be, especially with the service industry. I feel like in the future, uh, a lot of clinics are going to be specialized. Like people are going to go to clinics to see people for specific treatments or like use specific equipment. But I feel like a lot of services, especially massage, is going to start leaning more towards uh, the on-demand, like right at your door. For sure. I see I see the value in that. I did corporate massage for five years. I was at like five different companies around the GTA. And nice. I mean you're going to their office, the opportunity to take a 30 to 60 minute break from their desk and come get a massage, like nobody was saying no to that. So I was fully booked every every time I went to one of the companies. So it was a nice little payday for me. I just got tired of the traveling, like you said before, because I have kids. My job is 27 out of 24 hours a day. So I can't, I can't, I can't waste any time traveling. It's just easier for me to come to one place, do what I got to do and makes go sense, back definitely. home. The corporate stuff was Good. I was making nice money there. How many people do you see in a day then, mobile? Uh, it depends. Uh, with corporate, we could see anywhere to like 10. No, I'm, you you mobile, going to people. In the mobile, mo- most I'll do is like six or seven. Um, sometimes I do back to back. So I'll treat like husband and wife one after another. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So my average, I would say, is about like three to four a day. That's like my, my normal because it takes about an hour to get from place to place. Yeah. But then I'm on, on like decent days, like weekends always pick up, like Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Like, some weeks I just work Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and I earn more than what I was earning working at the yeah, clinics. That's what I was about to say. Like this is a good payday, man. They, if you if you don't mind payday, if you don't yeah. mind being in your car, yeah, then this is a fucking great payday. Honestly, that was the biggest struggle in the beginning. I was like, I, I was realizing, like, damn, I'm gonna be in my car for a while, like man. all the time. Well, especially in this city, you can't get anywhere fast for sure. Do you like your car? Yeah, um, like is I, it the I, car I like that you car. want? I, I did want the car when I got. It. I have a Toyota Rav Four, and before I purchased it, I, I leased it. I um, I did want that specific vehicle, so I am happy yeah. with with what I have. I definitely dream about upgrading my car and, and all that kind of Do stuff. Do it, especially if you're on the road all the time. <laughs> no, seriously, because like uh, when when I decided to back in the day when i bought my first 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 fucking vehicle i bought a two-seat convertible and everyone told me you're an idiot why would you ever do that and my answer was this if i'm gonna fucking spend time in the car stuck on the 401 i don't want to be sitting in the honda civic that i don't want looking at the guy in the two-seat convertible that i do want feeling jealous and hating myself for not getting it so i'm like if i'm gonna spend all this time in the fucking car at least let it be the one that i really fucking want it's true it's a major environment for a lot of people no it's it's very true i think i was telling you this earlier man like uh i know it's being in my car before I was listening to a lot of music and I felt that I would 
be traveling for like up to two hours a day sometimes and I'm just listening to all these like same tracks and then I would go home and the lyrics would just be stuck in my head and I felt like I was almost like dumbing myself down with all this kind of stuff I was listening to mm-hmm. and then just recently maybe about like two and a half months ago um, I got into audiobooks and then my little brother actually showed me the, the Audible app so now uh, I use that time to kind of educate myself and learn about different topics and and now you're going to listen to this podcast yeah oh, no for smooth sure smooth plug <laughs> you know I was the same way like I don't I don't listen to music in the car anymore because I used to always be in my car and so then I start to listen to talk radio a lot mm. and I just boom I'm just done with music as soon as I started with talk radio and then I went to talk radio that you have to pay for then I went to like uh, Sirius XM and now my, my channel is just on Howard 100 Howard Stern's channel it it never comes off of that before you came in actually I was telling them how you really really got into talk radio and how sometimes you would take my car and I unknowingly would get in my car the next morning turn it on with the two little kids in the back seat and it's blaring AM radio like so loud I don't understand why you you need them yelling at you I (laughs) called in to talk radio shows have you ever seen Pineapple Express yeah Dale Denton yeah yeah me (laughs) I drive around listen to talk radio and I would call up when I I hear stuff that I'm sort of interested in that's funny bring that up because sometimes like because I work for two companies and I work for myself sometimes I feel like I'm Dale Denton and those first things like taking the shirt off and then putting another shirt on just being like you got served you know what I mean that little part there that's so funny. Oh, that's so good. Yeah, actually, one of the courses we teach, uh, our business course, actually drastically changed one of the components because of something that he heard on talk radio. He's like, oh, we need to be teaching our students this. Mm-hmm. So it does come in handy. I just wish it wasn't so loud when I'm it was old, in my car. So I don't hear too good. Pardon me? I said I'm old. I don't hear too good. I got to Obviously. <laughs> no, that's good though. Talk radio and uh, opening yourself up to other people and like conversations and mm-hmm. things like that. I feel like that's definitely made a difference for me. Um, and it's really cool. I love that like podcast are becoming more and more of a thing now and I think that's really awesome to see just people talking about different topics and industries they're in and just getting like a like a real perspective on things where before it used to be all radio right where everything was kind of just all polished and, and all yeah. that it's a uh, it's almost like the YouTube of radio I do I do dig the the unfiltered sort of amateur hour associated with podcasts as long as it's not pure amateur hour if that makes any sense at all not that we're not pure amateur hour but you you know, I think you guys, I think you professional, know what I'm talking about. Man, I guess. Professional. <laughs> professional. I don't, no you offense, I don't think that. I'm going to use that term beyond today. <laughs> I'm just kidding, man. I just don't think I can pull it off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, have you ever had like a super angry or unhappy client? So you go to their home, you do the treatment, treatment's over and they're just unhappy and yeah. rude and like kick you out. I haven't had rude people because I'm, I'm, I'm really good at like swerving the rudeness and just being really polite and it's really hard to be rude to me because then I'm like oh I'm so sorry like I'll try to get you in touch with someone that can help you out and I try to be like super polite to like avoid that stuff but yeah people get super rude sometimes. I've had instances where like people require like ridiculous amounts of pressure where it's like you need power tools or like <laughs> I don't know like you need help you know like it, it, it ain't this um, and they just kind of they just feel disappointed and you could tell does that get to you or you're like whatever man like I'm human right so it gets to me a little bit I feel like like maybe I wasn't good enough but then I just think it, it, it wasn't meant to be like my person or it wasn't like my style with this person mm-hmm. interesting you say actually just yesterday uh, it didn't happen to me but it happened to a colleague of mine he ended up uh, picking up an appointment where uh, he treated back to back and he treated he said he treated the husband and it went like beautiful 
beautiful. It was all fine. Then he treated the woman and like 10, 20 minutes in, she started asking him like the disrespectful questions. Like, did you go to school? Like, like did you actually graduate? Like, and then I think she, uh, he told me. Why he, was she, she being so rude? I don't know. He was, he was even shocked by it. He was like, I just don't understand. And then um, she ended up just cutting him off and being like, I don't think you're helping. I'm, I'm just going to cancel this. I think he said it was like around 25 minutes in and he seemed kind of like a little flustered by it. So I was just, uh, I was just trying to tell him like, it's all good. Like that was uh, probably some that she was experiencing and not all treatment styles are for everyone but sometimes people get like that like they're very mm. and like we're pro- providing a service for them so sometimes when they don't feel like they got served i feel like they can they can start acting up or just i just don't in. know where people get the balls to do that even like even if i had a, if, even if i went somewhere for a, a treatment and I didn't necessarily love the treatment. I understand this is a regulated healthcare professional and their style might not be for, I would never be rude to a therapist. I mean, yes, I am a therapist, so maybe that's why, but I I think even in other industries, like I can't do that. I can't just be an asshole to somebody and wreck their day and make them feel bad about themselves. I would just not go back. I would just not book them again. Why be a dick? You don't have to be a dick. That was, yeah, that's just really rude. It's true. It's true. I would never go to school. Shut up. No, actually just uh craigslist (laughs) (laughs) oh you wanted a rmt sorry a license number (laughs) that is fucked up i don't understand people like that man like if you have to be that ignorant to somebody else you have serious problems anyway so you you haven't had anything that bad then no i haven't had anything that bad i just had some people being disappointed with my pressure but it's only like one or two people and it it legitimately like i like it's not like i didn't try it like i tried like i put a lot of effort into it but it just didn't work out and then um yeah it was just one of those moments where at least i I, I did my treatment and i was like well that was an experience (laughs) now i know just to cut people off like what what i end up saying because it gets to a point where if people just want like a lot more pressure and you're already like hitting your max i just tell them like hey you know what this is my max yeah i'm not gonna destroy myself for you mm-hmm. i'm gonna keep it at this you can if also you educate stop, them like, too like it's pressure doesn't always equal better you know there's it, it, people yeah, have this idea that deep tissue is the only right? way yeah. to no pain no gain yeah that. which yeah. is the stupidest saying in the world no for pain sure. no gain. i tell people it's layer by layer like you got to work all these muscles and you're you're made out of so many things that we can't just go deep right away and make a difference. We got to kind of like layer by layer and it takes treatments. Like a lot of people expect a lot to happen in an hour, but it's like you didn't develop this imbalance in an hour. This took you like mm. yeah. a decade of horrible posture and repetitive motion. And now you're expecting like a miracle in an hour. That like. would piss, that doesn't piss, uh, it pisses me off with massage, but not so much as it did when I was doing a lot of personal training. Oh yeah. Personal training was the fucking worst. I'm like, <laughs> you're 40 pounds overweight. You've been 40 pounds overweight for the past 15 years. You see me twice a week for an hour a pop. You work out two hours a week because you're only working out the time with me. And then you're upset three weeks later when you're still 40 pounds overweight. <laughs> Are you fucking joking me? It makes no fucking sense. No, I know. You know, actually, since we're talking about personal training and massage, uh, I've been hearing a lot of talk lately, especially amongst therapists, about this idea of like, you know, oh, if clients keep coming back to you, you're not, you're doing something wrong. You're doing something wrong. I disagree with that so much. There, are, it, It's like when you, you're a personal trainer and you get someone to their goal weight 
Yeah. There's still fucking maintenance. Like, I don't understand why people it's not, think... It's not even just maintenance. It's like, my goals change. My goals progress well, exactly. as my body progresses. Well, exactly. It's, I feel like I, like, I have clients that I've been seeing for, you know, eight, nine years, and all of them will tell you different issues that I've helped them with over the years or whatever, but they still continue to see me. I think me. it's different when, like, for example, we had some guy on the podcast way back when, his name is Adam, and Adam had a clinic at... Uh, uh, like Midtown Toronto area mm-hmm. and Adam expressed a very genuine concern when he's like, I'm seeing all these people. I'm, I'm, I'm doing my best for them. I don't think they're getting any more out of this than what I'm doing for them. I right. actually feel a little sick about taking their money at this point. I think that's a little different. Oh, that's different. When... That's not what I'm talking about exactly. though. I mean, Adam, yeah, Adam wanted to change his treatment style to better help his clients so that they didn't have these problems anymore. That I'm on board with. And like I said, these clients that I've been seeing for eight or nine years, we've resolved issues. But as you said, then they have new goals and they have new reasons yeah. for coming to see me. It's more just, as I said, this was just a side note because I keep seeing this come up on threads on Facebook and stuff like you know that if you're continuing to see people you have to really ask like why they keep coming back so do you see a lot of repeat clientele from working from these different companies in their apps yeah for sure uh, I, get re- I get I get requested a decent amount like being being into it for like a year and a half you do develop relationships with people like right. uh, as a therapist and kind of like they call you back and you work on treatment plans and things like that but a lot of it is just maintenance like I do see people like once a month yeah. and w- one thing that I try me to the massage industry was that even if you're healthy, like 100%, you're good to go, you can still use a massage. For sure. For sure. If I'm 100% healthy, I'm not going to, like, no disrespect, but I'm not going to go seek a chiro or, like, a physio. I'm just going to be good. For the most part, that's what I noticed with, like, my family's yeah. clinic. So that was uh, one thing that I liked about massage. Well, that's true. And that even drives me a little bit nuts, especially in those Facebook groups, when everything that they talk about is pain signs, pain signs, pain signs, pain signs, pain signs, pain signs, pain signs. I keep going because it's all they talk about is pain signs over and over and over. I'm like, not everyone I see is all about pain. No, all. I have a client who's uh, the majority of people I see are in some sort of pain or yeah, discomfort. Yeah, you do injury rehab because mostly. that's kind of the, the yeah. niche I've built there. But there's a whole other aspect of what I do, which is performance based, has nothing to do yep. with pain. Sure. I have a 71 year old client who's been. She was one of my first clients ever. Does she moan? On and table? she does not. Um, but she she feels good 100 percent of the time. This woman is so like inspiring to me. She's so active. She still works not because she needs to. Financially. Actually, she's warm. set. <laughs> Jesus Christ. She, I mean, I, just, I seriously just got to ignore him. She's just in really good shape. She takes care of herself. So she sees me every eight weeks. In between seeing me, she sees her acupuncturist. She has a chiropractor that fits in there somewhere. She does regular visits with her naturopath. You know, she takes all of her supplements. She eats really healthy. She's like super active. She's got young grandkids and she'll take them for a whole weekend to let their parents have a break. Like she's very, very inspiring. And the last time she was here, we were talking about all these things that she does for herself. And she said, you know, I couldn't tell you if what you do, I I couldn't tell you if it directly helps me because I never, I don't have pain. I feel great. She goes, but I feel like because I do all of these things and I see all of you guys and I I maintain my body like this, that's why I never have problems. So every eight weeks for the last like eight or nine years, I've been seeing her and she's never come in and said like something's bothering her. She's just like here for my massage, full body, please. That's it. That's really great. It's great to hear people doing that. Like, I hope in the future more people get into the habit 
habit of booking massage just for self-care and in general like it's uh it's cool like like don't wait to be like in severe pain or have a muscle spasm to book your therapist try to incorporate that into your routine especially if you're going to the gym often especially if you play a sport i say especially if you're a couch potato <laughs> that too no sure. seriously those are my like most difficult clients the ones that never move their muscles are lots of pain their muscles are not awake anymore lack of movement for sure i had a question though about because i've i've seen some of the videos that you have on social media and i love the ones with you by the way thank you when you're when you're showing like your whole I, I'm, I'm gonna ask have you seen of course they've seen <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they have make them. They, like <laughs> the ones with you in the car driving up offloading your stuff like that is that is what did you shoot that with a with a gopro yes sir yes sir that was a gopro i uh actually uh one of the guys i met from soothe his name is jeremy he uh he does like videography and all that kind of stuff on the side. So yeah. I brought him out that day and he kind of videotaped me and um, we did like a, a corporate massage session. And I just want to kind of give people an idea of what it looks like. What yes. Expect, I love it. Yeah, I like that it. Kind of stuff. And I, I wanted to know, do the companies that you work for, do they care about you doing or any of their their people doing that kind of stuff like do they care that you reach out and you start to brand your own way and all the rest of it because i can imagine if you're a therapist off of an app there's not much branding there personal branding your business branding it's the company's brand that goes with it so i'm curious if they even give a shit that you do all of the your personal branding stuff these guys are are kind of massive in, in the industry as far as mobile so uh they haven't they haven't said anything to the point where they're so cool and like this one thing that I really love about them especially the Canadian company is that they actually just gave me some tips like I would ask them tips like um, they have like printed receipt books and things like that we give receipts on hand so I asked them like where they get those printed they gave me the exact person I got to uh, get like a very similar style just with my, that information in my receipts and they're very open to um, collaborating uh, also all their therapists are kind of like self-employed contractors yeah. so they know that and that's one thing I really liked about mobile is they're, they're very therapist focused um, because without us they don't really have a business so yeah. they really cater to us even like I could book like one appointment every like month I think or every three weeks and I'm still active yeah um, they don't care yeah. with one of them I think it's one, once a year and you're still active so and they give you a lot of openings for events like like, um, it's really beautiful sometimes like they'll be like just show up at the event you get you, you charge whatever you want to charge you just wear and ha- wear our stuff and hand out our cards yeah. and that's all they ask mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a really cool like I feel like they're they're spearheading this industry of mobile I think with uh, with the technology and all that kind of stuff so it's uh, super interesting so yeah, far they're progressive yeah I can't imagine they'd be upset with him branding himself personally one it could actually end up helping them if somebody came across his stuff and then you know he's on the app like yeah I've seen this guy I want to go see him or I mean if they're that big they understand there are enough clients for everyone like we're in Toronto there's billions of people here there are enough clients well, for I everyone think I was more curious because to book an appointment with you through their app I don't really get the flavor for what for who you're, he is what you're yeah. about right versus your personal and your own business branding that you would do where I would see that very easily so I was wondering do does it eventually come together it's, it's kind of separate yeah. like I do my own thing and then they do their own thing but we don't like I don't poach on their pages or yeah, anything yeah, like yeah. that like I don't I just collaborate with them and um, yeah try to build myself and it's not like I'm like a serious competitor in that space yet or anything like that so yeah I like the way you uh, said yeah for sure dream big right we're well, <laughs> look you at his arm on your arm yeah, dream, dream big, dream dreams, big yeah. dreams so what's what's the big dream sir big dreams is um, help as many people as I can and I feel like to do that in this industry would just be multiplying uh, like the knowledge that's been shared 
to me kind of like what you guys are doing and that, that's like my, my my big dream trying to like open up like educational places or like uh online material that people can learn from and uh kind of like grow this industry exponentially because massage therapy is just an art form right like it's just all these techniques and the techniques are the same it's just how the person blends them and mm -hmm. how their intent is it's not like we're i'm not inventing anything mm -hmm. so um that's like my dream is just to like share a lot of this information and kind of like if you check on my page like it's all about <clears throat> massage techniques and their purposes as well as like little home um hydrotherapy and like uh tips and stuff like that a, a part of it is definitely like the techniques and, and sharing them because literally anybody could do a massage to another human right like we all have the tools equipped mm -hmm. it's just uh, certain people learn the art and then certain people just uh, fail to like in general so that's my that's my big dream I dig it I like it <laughs> I dig it you, win, you win the lottery waiting for the lottery question you the win lottery. millions millions like uh, Dr. Evil can you do your Dr. Evil <laughs> just do your Dr. I'm on, Evil I'm on the spot I, what do you want me to say just say millions yes but you gotta do the whole pinky thing and everything else millions <laughs> <laughs> you that's horrible I, know, I, can't, I can't do it on the spot it's really funny that scene he's like a million dollars and he's like that, that's not enough <laughs> that's not a lot of money 100 billion they're like no 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 <laughs> so you win millions are you still doing this or are you done um, she's listening really hard too by the way, <laughs> I've only thought about that. If I had a, a drastic income change, I would definitely not work as much hands-on. It would be kind of like more of a like a very small practice, and I would just spend a lot more time trying to build um, educational kind of material. To like, I would focus a lot on like branding myself and kind of helping these guys out with what they got going on. And, what do they got going on? Um, so, so what does the audience here? do? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, she's uh, she's into like uh, photography, video editing, that cool. kind of stuff. We're trying to start like a little media company on the side, nice. offering entrepreneurs like these kind of services. And my brother's still super young, but he's into fitness, he's into podcasting, he's very open-minded. He he blows my mind all the time. With, like um, like I remember he was listening, he was listening to like a Jordan Peterson, who's like a UFT psychologist. Mm -hmm. uh, he was like the the main professor there, and he like introduced me to him, and I was like, what? Like you're 15 years old, introducing me like a U UFT like psychology uh, professor. So. So yeah, that's that's what they got. Is going that the on so dude far. that says a lot of controversial things about uh, about gender stuff? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That okay, is okay. the guy. <laughs> yeah, I know you're talking. Uh, Frank's brother had a lot of questions before you came in about podcasting. Like he already seems to know a lot about software oh, and you producing. Be and, me yeah, yeah. <laughs> and by the way, didn't know he was 15. He asked me for a, a water, and I was like, "You don't have a water, do I, uh, but I have beer." Thank for you. Thank you for saying no. I would have felt really stupid right now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do have a, I do have a question that I'm really fucking curious about. It's going to sound really really stupid. Oh, shoot, man. As a mobile therapist, do you pack your meals or is it like all fast food for you? Good question. <laughs> Meal planning. Um, so it gives me honestly uh, being mobile. It gives me a chance to be kind of like do like the intermittent fasting a little bit. So yeah, I yeah. do fast like uh, as much as I can in the mornings. Like I'll drink just a coffee and I'll go to like 3 p.m. or something, and then I try to eat light snacks in my car in between appointments. So so like what's what's the last light snack you had in your car like salmon sandwiches um like salmon avocado sandwich or um like granola bars okay, like gotcha, a protein gotcha. shake like little little things like, like handheld that are not gonna make a mess yeah like yeah. that can eat kind of quick and then i try to eat like a nice meal so when you're eating in your car are you eating when you drive not that anything's wrong then i'm just curious or do you stop and eat and i'll tell you why i'm asking because when i used to be in my car a lot i hated fucking eating in my car true, because yeah. i want to at least stop and enjoy it yeah. at least for a little time 
time of it. Like, you ever that. try eating? I know I don't like. It's food, like I just but met you right what now. What I'm saying is, you know what? If I'm going to eat a sub, I don't want to eat a okay, sub fine. while I'm Fair. trying to fucking drive, and there's lettuce falling all over the fucking place. <laughs> and yeah, then yeah. by the time I finish it, I scarfed it down, and I've been driving somewhere, and I think to myself, fuck, if I just waited fucking ten minutes, I could have just pulled over and at least enjoyed it a little bit compared to I finished it, my car's a mess, and I'm just unhappy. That's a hundred percent it, man. Like you just said it. Like that's exactly my experience. So like that happened to me a couple times. Like I would eat and just fucking mess everywhere, and just like, oh, like I should have just like stopped. <laughs> should have just waited. This yeah. Food and then <laughs> been about my business. So now that's what I do. Unless like something really small that I like a granola bar or something. Yeah. But uh, but yeah. Careful with those chocolate chips. I've definitely shown up to places with like chocolate melted on my shirt. <laughs> Don't eat a granola bar with chocolate chips. It can melt all over you. Fine. No, <laughs> yeah, like, kind of. Like a mayo sandwich or something. That's usually like the worst. You just have like a mayo stain on your shirt. Just like have to explain yourself. <laughs> What's going on? Man? Like, oh, well, I was in my car and my hands hungry. were kind of warm. So. <laughs> It's hot here. I don't fucking know. <laughs> I know. I'm so hot. I'm melting. It's yeah. interesting, though. Right on. I feel like we haven't had a mobile therapist on here, and you'd think I'd have so many questions. The heat is fogging up my brain. No worries. You guys got to have more mobile people, man. It's, uh, it's definitely a growing industry. I feel like there's there's definitely interesting stories in there, interesting people doing uh, <laughs> very like different kind of things. So that's one thing that attracted me to this industry. Like Every mobile therapist I met just kind of had some other stuff going on and it's like a different hustle when you have to drive everywhere and it's mm-hmm. like how far do you want to drive today like how many appointments do you want to pick up today like i feel like when you when you had to have a weed dealer you know a pot dealer and being a mobile therapist i, I feel like those two would have been i feel like we should write a tv show about the weed dealing mobile massage therapist you guys are fucking creative people this would be <laughs> an awesome delivery. tv show <laughs> you think you, think he, you know he's, he's not joking right i should go home right now <laughs> mark once wrote a a, I, I don't remember how many episodes he actually wrote, but he wrote a script for a sitcom and they were based on, the characters were based on all people we knew. So like I was in there, he was in there, but you know, a bunch of people that we knew. And uh, one night he decided to invite a bunch of our friends over and just do read throughs of the script. And uh, he had so much fun because he was like watching his work come to life. <laughs> That's so, awesome. <laughs> he's serious. There may suddenly be, a, I don't know, a That's one hour awesome. drama about the pot dealing, the Therapist. Do what? Yeah, I can't do it. Uh, I tried. Okay, there's like this one episode where like the guy makes like a little home movie from everyone. It's like the whole episode is like his home movie. It's, <laughs> it's pretty funny to see like their reactions into it. They're like, oh shit, like we're in there. <laughs> so that, that's cool, man. That's creative, right on. I've definitely sat there and like tried to think of shows and like little ways. Like, have you guys ever watched Hot Ones with like the the spicy chicken wings that they get celebrities to eat? And- no, no, never even right. heard of it. Oh my gosh, it's it's wild. Go on YouTube and just type in Hot Ones. Is this guy Sean? I have a feeling there's gonna be a whole bunch of like scantily clad chicks are gonna show up. I yeah, feel like, I feel like you're setting me up here. No, no, no. <laughs> Yo, you That's guys funny. couldn't hear that because she doesn't have a mic. But brilliant, we should get her a mic. Uh, Frank's girlfriend just said it depends on your browser history. Incognito, Busted. there's no browser Mark. history. It's true. <laughs> He's always on incognito. <laughs> history <laughs> probably better i don't want to see what he's looking at hot ones hot ones yeah. <laughs> it's, it's really interesting because like they progressively get spicier and they get like some pretty a-list celebrities on there and it like the heat kind of like humanizes them you, you can know, make like, a show them. out of fucking anything of course you can celebrities eating hot wings and it's on tv while they get their weed delivered by their massage therapist <laughs> this is fucking fabulous 
Honestly, man, I was, I was disappointed when um, last year when we uh, became legal and like cannabis became legal in Toronto. Mm -hmm. The same thing. I sent out that email that like any kind of therapy involving cannabis or any kind of oils is like 100 percent um, frowned upon or like yeah. not like we yeah. can't do this. I think there's a lot of cool therapeutic stuff that we can do with, especially like with CBD or with that kind of stuff. That um, I wanted to do a lot. Like I wanted to niche myself in a market like that. But after that email, like it was funny. Like I was actually preparing for it. I was like, oh, like what are my ratios gonna be? and all that and then I saw mm. the email and I was like gotta scrap well they have to, they have to treat it like any other like pharmaceutical right like it's it, we can't prescribe medication we can't use any kind of mm. anything that has medicinal ingredients right mm -hmm. that's outside of our scope For so sure. I mean well, we can use oils like lavender peppermint like all yeah these. but that's like over the counter kind of right like we can't actually prescribe medicines but I understand, I guess, why they did that. Mm. I mean, I'm very openly an advocate for cannabis use and for, you know, I use um, cannabis bath bombs and topical ointments and stuff on myself mm. personally, and I can see the benefits of it. But obviously, I have to be careful in not like suggesting this stuff to my clients for because sure. outside sure. of my scope, yeah. but I'm all for it. Understandable, yeah. Do you ever have any of your patients when you show up? They're a little, they're a little too deep into the the, oh. the happy sauce. Or? <laughs> yeah, for sure. People just tell me straight up, like, "Oh, dude, I just smoked a big joint. Like, I'm not gonna be a hundred percent like communicative, which is like fine. I just still communicate with them, and they're still fine. I just do a lot of like pressure checks. I don't do like like super deep stuff because I know their their pain is kind of thrown off, like their their pain perception. Mm -hmm. Like when you're high, you don't can't really tell how how much pain you're going through it's kind of like numbs you out so that's one thing to think about but it's just doing a lot of checks with them and uh i've never treated like a drunk person or anything like that well, no i mean you can't i guess technically you can't really treat a stone person unless you get consent beforehand it's such a weird fucking go it is because weird. i mean would you not treat someone that's taking over the count not over the counter prescribed pain well exactly i have clients who are right? on like serious like opioids mm -hmm. for you know like i have a client who's had uh back surgery so They're he's take, taking yeah. these drugs and you know is he always a hundred percent like sober when he comes in seems fine to me but i don't know it, i don't know it, it gets into taken. a really kind of gray it's very area gray because then is consent valid because is does that person have the capacity to understand are they mm -hmm. competent in those moments i feel like and, that's what it is yeah. and therefore is their consent valid it goes down a whole fucking road yeah but then you can extend if i mean if we're going to go down the ethics path then i can extend that over to someone that had sleep deprived i can extend that over mm -hmm. to someone who's taking over-the-counter nighttime cold medication yep. and they're For drowsy sure. so i mean you can push that anyway like aspirin Advil, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah I guess the only person I would 100% turn away is like somebody who's like slurring speech drunk. Like, okay, mm -hmm. you're yeah. not getting a treatment today. Do you ever see, sure. do you ever secretly kind of hope that uh, you're going to get pinged on your phone? It's going to, it's going to show up as a posh hotel downtown and oh, it's, and it's going to be like, I don't know. Um, I, 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 I don't, I don't the only person I can think of is Keanu Reeves because somehow Keanu Reeves always comes into my head. Keanu <laughs> I was gonna pick. I was gonna pick like a. a, a That's a, always interesting. A female. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he got awkward. He's like, damn, his girlfriend's here. Yeah, I can't. Why, why I stuttered on that one. So. Um, honestly, like when I do see like those expensive hotels, I immediately think like it's not gonna be good parking. <laughs> so I'm just like, dang. So I usually prepare. Uh, I usually prefer like houses when I'm see when I see apartment number none. I'm just like, yes. Like, this is a house. I could just park in the driveway, grab my stuff, get in. But usually when it's a hotel, it's it's kind of exciting in that sense. Like, oh, who is this person? But yeah. I've noticed like the higher up in the ladder you treat people, the less they kind of appreciate it. Mm. It's kind of just like another thing that 
it's like, yeah, you're just another therapist that worked on me this week. I get this like all the time, whatever. Um, whereas to like some people really appreciate it. Do you think, do you think Leonardo DiCaprio appreciates it? <laughs> I feel like I could make Leonardo DiCaprio appreciate yeah, my massage. Just, my hands are warm. Do you think he appreciates it? I think, I think he, I think he might. I don't know. I can't tell. I look at that guy and sometimes I'm like, you might be a real fucking dick. And then I feel like Matthew McConaughey would appreciate it. Sometimes they do appreciate it. This was one time like this is I as, feel like Bruce Willis would be guy. a dick <laughs> Bruce Willis <laughs> I don't know why but sorry go ahead <laughs> I was gonna say they actually hired me out to, to go uh, backstage at the, at the Bud Light uh, concert center and it was like I had to treat this guy it was supposed to be an hour but we ended up getting backtracked and like we couldn't get in because of security and all that stuff and by the time we got there it was only half an hour and it was literally right before he went on stage and it was like the it was in a group of like the, the main people and he was like so appreciative he was like oh I'm so glad you came in for like this even just this half hour where did I I heard the, almost the exact same story from somebody else I can't fucking remember who and they said the exact opposite they were like the guy was a fucking dick because he didn't get his hour because of oh, all this shit and we couldn't be here at the at the appropriate time that, that's that's right. I was like, Did, have we talked about this before? And then you went, <laughs> you went a fucking positive, happy route, and I'm like, no. So maybe me. some rich and famous people are just normal fucking people, and some are dicks and let the power go to their head. Just like some regular people who think they're important. Not you. <laughs> but I'm just, I'm giving you the eyes because we we know a lot of these people. Regular people who think they're important for whatever reason and then they're dicks to everybody else mm, true. it's it's going to be the same with celebrities like I said I believe that Keanu Reeves would appreciate it I, wonder if I have a serious the, love for Keanu Reeves by Keanu the way he's cool, a down earth guy it seems like see see <laughs> do you think Miley Cyrus would appreciate it yes yeah. I do I do. Who do you think wouldn't appreciate it? Huh, who do Bruce I think Willis. would be a celebrity dick? I guess Bruce Willis. <laughs> I don't know why. I just see that guy and I'm like, I, I feel like he's somewhat of a dick. Hmm, interesting. Maybe all those hardcore movies he's done, you know, like Die Hard. And you know, it was really funny because my cousin's friend at the time, I think was Bruce Willis's personal assistant. Oh, and wow. this is when I was working my first clinic when I first opened a clinic. And then my cousin called me up and he said, hey, my friend who's Bruce Willis's assistant, he's in town, he's on set, he needs a massage therapist, he's looking for one. Can you do it i said when is it he said this afternoon i said i can't i have someone booked he's like don't be stupid just go do it because once you're in this circle you're always in this circle go do it and i didn't go but partly because some for some reason i feel like this person is sick that's interesting how you had the opportunity to like try to get in there no <laughs> I, I don't think i have i mean i've been around musicians because I play but it never it never goes into anything else other than music talk I've never had any like famous per se clients like I've had clients who you would probably know who they are if I told you their name like just you know importance in business I guess okay yeah, and uh, yeah they, they were dicks actually um, I feel like the worst clients I had were the ones that could have afforded to pay me daily and they were always the ones asking for discounts. They always wanted special treatment because they are these rich, important people. I've had people. the complete reverse with really, really rich people doing house calls. And it was like, no, there was like the nicest fucking people. And yeah, it's you not really even, lucky. It, but it's not even like, like, here's a tip. It's it's like... Uh, here's a couch. Here's, here's, here's furniture. Uh, we had here's, a really nice couch from stuff. one of his like, clients. Or, That's great. Or um, <laughs> I'm, go, I'm going to Miami this weekend. Uh, why? Why don't you come down and and uh, I got I got your hotel. Don't worry about it. That's like I've reason. had that complete other experience with rich people. That's rich great, folks. Yeah. I have a client who's uh she's the exact opposite of rich. She's broke a hundred percent of the time, but she <laughs> finds 
away to come for treatment. And she always says to me, the day that I hit big and like the day that I have money, I'm going to pay you just to be my personal therapist. So I will just pay you and you will That's come wherever I'm going and you just always have to be available for I've me. I'm like, say that kind of stuff too, yeah. like, all right, well, you better, uh, you better be paying me pretty well. well. I almost <laughs> had someplace like going because I was going doing personal training and massage therapy at this one family's house and I was there almost every day. Oh. And this one particular guy, like I was, I was treating and training primarily his wife every once in a while, him. And then every once in a while he would get really, really kind of snippy with her like whoa 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 we got to slow down this personal training massage thing what do you think this is here and then she responded listen fucker you don't <laughs> understand because every week i shit you not he would come back from an auction with a new what well it wasn't new but a vintage muscle car it was insane i would go up one week and there'd be like a 1970 convertible corvette stingray boom and then the next week i go up there and there's a 64 like uh ss camaro there boom i'm like or wow. i was like this is insane every week this guy had a different muscle car that he picked up at an auction so she can have her training in massage yeah, that's, that was her answer <laughs> listen fucker if you're gonna have all your fucking cars then i can fucking have training in interesting what people put value towards right yeah and it's it's yeah. so so interesting it's actually really funny because when i was treating the, and, and, and training that family they had young kids at the time and i'd always ask both of the husband and wife i'm like do your kids even understand what's going on here yet they're like no and we don't ever want them to figure it out because once they realize they have money they got this fucking great house and this pool and and apparently a warehouse full of muscle cars it's like <laughs> oh these kids are gonna go crazy but they're For like sure. they're it's like, like you're yeah. 16 here's a stinger yeah <laughs> like, wow. it's insane oh boy have you ever gone to like a super crazy like mansion type place that you're like what the I've fuck I've some pretty wild places I went to this one place where like the the dude had like a huge picture like a like an oil painting of him like kind of like <laughs> you know, like dictator style you know what I mean? like as soon as you walk in the door like oh damn like it's pretty hard like, I feel but, like it's from a movie <laughs> <laughs> that's what I felt I was like where am I you know but it was uh, was it, was, it one it was of the ones where like it looks like the eyes are following you so it was like he was sort watching of, everywhere you went in his home and in the, it was definitely like and in uh, the backyard there's a this sculpture oh it was like God. assistants everywhere maids everywhere you're like what's going on like am i, am I part of the team like what's <laughs> what am i doing you, you actually probably you do feel like a little bit like i'm just part of the help it's like it's a really strange fucking feeling like some of these you the know service people exactly service some of these affluent people that i've been like it's i feel so strange man i feel like i'm i'm like the the house guy or the gardener <laughs> i'm like i'm put into that category not that nothing's wrong with that category but i just didn't think of it like that until I was in that moment when I'm sitting outside having a cigarette next to the gardener <laughs> having a cigarette he's holding his fucking rake I'm holding a massage table I'm like we're the fucking same aren't we <laughs> that's interesting for sure that is really interesting because it's true when someone comes in here like in to see me it's like I'm in charge and I'm like this figure of authority and I'm going to tell you like what's going on with you and I'm going to you know make suggestions for your treatment plan obviously it's collaborative and I'm working with the client but I never feel like I'm a service person I never feel like they're just coming in and like rhyming off what they want from me. It's, I know what I'm doing. I'm going to tell you what you need and we're going to work together to do this. But yeah, I guess in these situations where it's someone calling you to like their lavish hotel, 
They're just expecting you to come in, shut your mouth, massage me. For sure. I do something similar too, though. I try to remix that right away. I'm just like, well, here's what I propose as like a healthcare professional. That's great. Yeah. What, you, what you thought, but like based on the assessments and like how you look and how your, your tension, like what you've described, I think we should do this sometimes. Because sometimes people just want something like super ridiculous, like just massage, like just my shoulder blade just here. It's like, well. For one hour. Yeah, for one hour. But it's like, let me explain <laughs> to you the muscle runs like from here to here. It's probably happening from the front side. Like, let me, you know, and then it depends on them. Like sometimes like you, I have treated people based on their specific requests, even though I might've thought they're not the best for them. And that's just because they specifically requested that mm-hmm. that hard. And it's like, hey, you're paying for this. This is your session that I can be that way. But if you just step back and maybe like listen to a suggestion or some of that might be better for you in the long term. So yeah, I, I always try to, I that. think it's always a good idea to educate the person. And then if they still just want their shoulder blade worked on for an hour, fine. But I'm not just going to be the person that shows up like, okay, what can I do for you today? No, absolutely not. But I, I did get one very strange request um, through, I think it was through my website and somebody who said, do you massage feet? And I was like, okay, I didn't think that was a weird question right away because I'm like, well, yeah, there's muscles. Of course. Yeah, I, I massage feet. He said, okay, can I get an hour just my feet? Which is fine, I guess. But it was just, I don't know, there's something, I was getting this really weird vibe off of this guy. And I said, oh, like, are you looking for reflexology? Because mm-hmm. I also do reflexology. Mm-hmm. And he said, what's that? So I explained to him what reflexology was. And he said, no, I want one hour just my feet. Can you do that? And something <laughs> about the way the, I'm like, yeah. Uh, well, we can assess what's going on and, you know, yeah, we can focus the treatment on your feet, but we have to see what else is going on. No, I just want my feet for relaxation. And I was like, I don't think I want to meet you. End conversation. <laughs> yeah. yeah, for 150 bucks a foot, I can do that. I don't know. Sometimes you just get a, you get a vibe. You just mm. got to stay. I can imagine being a mobile therapist. Like, I, I don't know. I guess, do you think there's a difference with male and female therapists? Like, I know that you know someone that I know that does mobile and she's female. Do you and her talk about experiences? Like, does she feel equally as safe as you do going into people's homes? If 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 it's who I think it is, yeah, she's super badass. Like, she's she is pretty she, badass. She, does, she so. doesn't really mind. So she, <laughs> she's pretty hardcore with it. But there are other. Um, I feel like with the mobile, it almost it makes it like a tiny bit harder for females because it gets kind of like they think it might get it a little bit more awkward for them in the in those like coming to my house kind of scenarios. Come into my house, walk past my five roommates, and come treat me in my bedroom. Yeah, exactly. So like that could be kind of sketchy for uh, for some people but it all depends how you carry yourself and how stern you are and just understand that you're professional even as a male like I've, I have had requests or like weird emails where people are like uh, I want you to massage me like European style like with oil uh, I like to be fully naked with like a small towel but like it's all going to be professional it's like, <laughs> oh, like <laughs> see you later man I'm like, laughing I'm laughing I'm like, <laughs> at least say like a big towel dude don't be like a small towel like they do in Europe he's trying to like just like this this does happen it's like what are you talking about <laughs> it's uh it's funny like you say like you just like you can feel the vibe like as you're reading it you can see like they're trying to like sugarcoat it and you know beat around the bush do the companies you work for give a shit if you show up to a place and you're like fuck this I'm out I don't want to deal with this or do they kind of give you blowback on that like uh, we've kind of vetted them dude because I assume that they do they they, do, they, yeah. they at least take like driver's license numbers and, mm-hmm. and all that kind of shit so they but do, yeah. so do they ever give you shit or have you ever had someone or you know of someone that 
does mobile and they, they don't get a good vibe on the place and they're like, I'm out of here? And if so, do they ever give blowback on something like that? They won't give blowback to anything like that if, if it's legitimate, if there was like a legitimate cause for that therapist to, to feel that way. Um, like they, they, try to, they try to be more, more therapist-centered in that matter, but they also track down um, to see how many times this client's booked. So right. if this person's booked 10 times, everyone's been chill, now you're coming in saying this is sketch, this might be you. Right. If this was a one-time thing and you come in and you're like, hey, this was straight up sketch. I got in. It was I got the vibe and something inappropriate happened, God forbid, or something like that, then uh, I imagine they're, they're, they're super like therapist-oriented in that manner. Yeah. So and they, and they do tell us, like, um, with this company, we have to um, sign in and out of appointments when we're in and we're out. So if we pass the 15-minute mark and we haven't signed out, we start getting texts and then they'll message us like, hey, like, are you still okay? Because sometimes like you get there a little late and then you have to, you're giving them like home care, you lose track of time, the 15 minutes goes by and they're like, hey, like, are you okay still? And then you just message them back. So it's cool. Like they, they do focus a lot on safety and they do vet people a lot. They, they take like their, I think their picture straight off Facebook and yeah. there's a lot of like um, confirming people. The answer to the question is like, I don't, they're, they're very therapist oriented. Like if anything was to happen, we're totally free to just leave all our stuff there they'll reimburse us and that's how it works so far for, to my knowledge one more question before we wrap because this room is fucking I know really I'm, I'm actually <laughs> melted like I'm dying <laughs> yeah. I've always wanted to know this I've never I've never called a mobile place to come do a treatment and I've always wondered if I got my own equipment if I got my own table if I got my own like look at this room I got fucking totally. tables coming out of my ass totally. is this going to cost me less because you don't have to roll with all your gear I'm just curious uh, like we talked about before with mobile there's like big companies, corporations, and there's like a bunch of independent therapists. I imagine the independent therapists would be more open to like discounting that, being like, oh, I don't have to bring anything. I've actually treated uh, RMTs in their home practice before and it's been super chill. Um, it's really cool to walk in and like the person has everything. You have like that kind of setup. So I personally offer like a little bit of discount if you have everything and, and all that kind of thing. Yeah. But um I'm not sure the um, the companies do. I think the companies is just kind of base rate. I also think a lot of RMTs probably wouldn't ask for or expect a discount because we know what that curious. feels like, right? I'm just curious. Part of part of the fee is is the transport oh, no, definitely. and walking true. with all your shit. But I know that whenever I that. treat therapists, I feel like they want to overpay me. Like I feel yeah. like other therapists are like giving me more, and I'm like, no, 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 no. I feel that way when I get treated by therapists. I'm like, I want to give you like the full price, and like, yeah, like no, no, like you worked. Like I know how this is. You know? <laughs> I know what you just did, so yeah. it's okay. <laughs> this has been fun, yeah. hot but fun. I know. It's like a, Thank you so much for like having me, guys. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a slow roast. Oh, jeez, exactly. Right on. Well, thanks for coming by, man. I appreciate it. Thanks no for problem. bringing your and your, your crew that you roll with is pretty cool too, man. For sure, for sure. We're trying to we're trying to figure this stuff out. So I really appreciate you guys having us. Yeah, Ever since sure. um, the the person like introduced me to your podcast and told me about like having an opportunity to come here, I was I've been super excited. So I really appreciate the chance. Thank you. Right on, guys. You've been listening to two. Massage therapist in a microphone. Peace.